What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Barking for Balance, the podcast where we talk about dogs, but we also talk about whatever is meant to teach, inspire, and entertain. For all you guys, have you missed me? Holy cow, it's been two weeks. I know I haven't recorded a podcast in two weeks. Hey, I've been busy. I've been a lot of stuff, doing a lot of stuff. Been uh, I can't even talk. I'm like uh, all over the place. I'm all over the place doing all sorts of cool stuff. We got a lot of things in the air, a lot of, a lot of balls in the air, a lot of ballin, ballin talaria. Oh man, there was so much good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good. It's really good stuff. It's just very overwhelming. Uh, you know, I need to massage, uh, to sit in my massage chair often and, you know, hit my traps over here with the massage gun. It gets stressful, but you know, I missed you guys. I hope uh, you guys miss me as well. Uh, if you're joining for the first time, I am Pat the Pac-Man, dog behavior and rehabilitation specialist for Pac-Man to the Rescue, Canine Solutions, and Coaching. And let me tell you, you guys are joining us for the first time. Welcome to Barking for Balance. Let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff. Follow us on our social media pages, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know, Make sure you, you, you subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google and Amazon and on YouTube as well. You don't want to miss out. A lot of stuff coming out and a lot of business, uh, business stuff. And uh, if you're wondering what that business stuff is, don't ask me about my business. Don't ask me about my business. If you guys don't know what that means, come on, give Faishi Tamone. It's from a movie. It's a very, very, the, one of the top 10, probably top five movies of all time. That's top 10 because I have a lot of, you know, let's say top 10 movies of all time. Come on, guess what movie, what line that, 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 can't even talk. It's from one of my favorite movies of all time. You got to watch it if you haven't seen it. If you want to know what it is. Hit me up and I will make sure that I share that information with you. And this way you can go check out that movie because it is the bomb. On this podcast, again, if you've been here before and you know how it works. We talk about all sorts of good stuff. We speak Sicilian. Well, I do at least. It's all about fun and education. We teach about dogs, not that dog training bullshit. That dog training crap with the treats and the hot dog. No, we talk about real dog stuff on this podcast. We educate people the reality of dogs, people that want to know what it's, what is necessary to have a dog that's happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. That's what we do here on Barking for Balance. And that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to talk about, again, we talk about all sorts of stuff, inspirational stuff and fun stuff and just all sorts of good stuff. So, oh, who let the dogs out? I'm happy to be back. Been two weeks. I missed you guys. Like I said, missed uh, shooting this podcast, but it's just been very, very overwhelming. And so I'm glad to be back and we're going to get back on track. We're going to kick this off. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, I, want, I want to talk about faith because, oh my God, you know, faith is, uh, is, you know, something very, very important. And it's actually just something that just happened today that triggered that thought. I wasn't planning on it, but we're going to talk about that. I also want to talk about fear. You know, fear is something we're going to talk about regarding dogs, like, you know, dogs being afraid and also, you know, people being afraid and how that kind of like, you know, ties it in. And who knows, at some point, we're going to throw in some cool stories along the way. We'll see how, you know, we'll see how the day goes. We'll see how, how we do time wise and uh, it's all good. So let's kick this off with talking a little bit about faith. Now, if you're joining us for the first time. And if you have not, if you've been here before, you know, God is at the center. You know, God is, I, I, everything I, I go by, I follow the mantra of gotta have faith and patience. And if you have questions about it, if you have any thoughts about that, let me know. We could talk about that as well. Here's the thing, guys. Speaking of which, I have a proposal here, guys. Listen, 
I want some guests on this podcast. I've had a few guests on this podcast as it is. The first official guest was Hannibal, my parrot, my African 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 gray parrot. He was the first. I can't. I can't. I'm not drunk. If you're wondering, I'm not drunk. I'm just very overwhelmed. A lot of stuff going on. No energy drinks either. I'm not on any energy drinks uh, either. So this is just pure Pac-Man right now. But um, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Oh, Avekiaia. Avekiaia Nakaronia. Avekiaia. Old age. Old age sucks. So um, I want to have more guests on this podcast, guys. Come on. I want to have some banter. You want to talk some shit? Let's talk some shit. You know what I'm saying? But Ramos Siciliano, not so far. We'll fight. Well, no, no, there's no fighting. We'll talk. You know, I want, I want to have some guests on this podcast. I really want to have guests that, um, you know, want to be on here to, 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 to teach too. You know, if you have something that you want to talk about, maybe like a specific business, something that's dog related, you know, whatever, whatever it is, let's, let's get you on here. So if you want to come on the, on the podcast, I'm barking for balance as a guest, hit me up, let me know. We'll sign you in. It's all good. You'll be a guest on the barking for balance podcast with the Pac-Man. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Let's, uh, let's get into this whole faith thing. Like I said, faith is important to me. My faith is in God. I don't try to preach about it to, to convert people, to make them believe in God. If they don't want to, that's, that's, that's your problem. You know, if you don't want to believe in God, if you don't, whatever, I don't care. That's, I can tell you what I do just like with the dog stuff, you know, when it comes to the dog stuff, I don't try to, you know, explain more or try to, I'm sorry. I don't try to convince you. Uh, I don't try to convince anybody. You know, I don't, I'm not forceful on it. I don't, I don't try to, you know, make people do my, listen, if you want it, you want, it. if you don't, you don't, it's up to you. You know what I mean? If you want help, you come to me. I tell people my story. I tell people where I come from, what I've done, how things have been. And then if they want to, you know, piggyback on it, that's fine. A lot of people will fight it. You know, God is not, not, you know, they don't believe in God, whatever. If you want to put your faith in something else and you're in a person, you know, the person in yourself and the universe, whatever, do whatever you want. Oh, do whatever you want. But for me, my faith is in God. He has never let me down. And it goes as far as like major issues, including finding this career, you know, and it, it, you know, when we go back in time, if you haven't heard the story, I mean, I talk about it all the time because it's just a, like, it's just a feel good story. It's just like, like one of those movies that has a happy ending, you know, where things just go wrong. And at the end of the day, you know, the nerdy kid gets the girl, he wins the big game, he gets the car, he, you know, whatever he does, you know, he gets rich, whatever. It's a feel good story. You know, and that's why I share it all the time with people, because it's in, in, in my opinion, at least it's a very inspirational, feel good story. So, you know, if somebody can get something out of it, God bless being a financial advisor for 16 years and being miserable, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and failing and failing royally at doing that, feeling that I was never going to come out of it, never going to find something that made me happy, fulfilled and successful. It's just, you know, it's very demoralizing. It's very upsetting, you know, constantly trying to, you know, make something of nothing. And then at the end of the day, recognizing maybe this is just not meant to be. And it's just, this is where you're supposed to be. And that's it. That's it. Like we cut the, that's it. You go to sleep. This is what your life is all about. You're going to be miserable doing it. And unfortunately, a lot of people live that. Like I said, I was one of them until the age of 40, you know, me, that's a big, yeah, I'm old. What are you going to do? Hey, gray hairs right here in this year, but what are you going to do? Hey, um, get old, get gray hairs. You know what I'm saying? But there's only one option. If you don't want to get old, listen, there's only one option to not getting old. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is? What's the only option? Come on guys, spit it out there. What's the only option to not getting old. You don't know about it. 
write it up and I'll let you know what, what that is. But like I said, God had a plan. Um, it started way, way, way back when, when I was afraid, right? So we're going to get to that fear in a second, but I was afraid of dogs till I was 28 years old. I mean, who would have thought that here I am, I'd be working with dogs. Who would have thought that being totally like adverse to pit bulls and against pit bulls and Rottweilers. And here I am with the pit bull living in my house. Come on. Who would have thought that God thought that he knew what he was doing. God knows what he's doing guys. Let God be. That's why I put my faith in God. You know, it, it works. I don't have to worry about nothing. I'm relaxed. I'm easy. And that also pertains to, you know, stuff that happens to like, you know, troubles and problems and something simple, something silly, even, you know, finding this career, you know, at the age of 40, stumbled onto a TV show. Oh my God. Stumbled onto a TV show and you found the career from that. Yeah. The dog whisperer. Who would have thought, right? That was part of the plan. And stumbled out to the TV show, started watching the show. And all of a sudden here we are working with dogs, but it wouldn't never would have started had I not overcome my fear. Well, how did I overcome my fear? I got married. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other story of getting married, overcome your fears. Isn't that part of the package? You get free. No, my case, I got married, was married for only six months. You want to know about that? We'll talk about that. Let me know. Only married for six months, divorced, was living in my, with my parents before, 27 years old, divorced, moved out of my uh, house with my ex, found my own apartment. That's where I was confronted by the dogs. A bull mastiff and a coon hound overcame my fears. Who would have thought I had to get married? Come on, you got to get married to finally overcome your fears. You got to go through all this shit. Oh man, it was hard because, you know, it was a very, you know, getting married, getting, getting divorced, going through all this shit of moving and, you know, being de depressed and upset. And there's all, all this, all this stuff just to get to this point. Listen, sometimes you got to go through dusty, dirty, rocky roads to get to your destination. But when you get there, it's the land of milk and honey, guys. You know what I'm saying? So we got to go through stumbling blocks. And sometimes those stumbling blocks really seem like they're just there to stop us when really they're there to redirect us to the right path. So you go up, you're gonna about to hit, hit a wall. And all of a sudden, you're about to hit a wall when you recognize, wait a minute, I have to do with all this shit. And you, sometimes you want to quit. Sometimes you want to get upset. Sometimes you want to get pissed off. Whatever you're going to get. A lot of times, guys, at least in my experience, those roadblocks are meant to either stop us, redirect us, reformulate whatever is going on, all based on what God's planned out, has planned out. And it could be something as simple, something very, 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 very simple. And the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because, you know, it, this also pertains to, to, to the dog stuff, because you're thinking, wait, hold on a second, how does this relate to dogs? Listen, it all relates to dogs at the end, because of the fact that what a dog's looking for, the number one thing that they're looking for is a calm and relaxed human, calm mind, relaxed body. Listen, all the bullshit, all the techniques, all this, this crap that you, you know, you're, you're seeing, it doesn't play a role as far as when you understand that a calm mind and a relaxed body will win your battle and will make sure that your dog is happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. It's that simple, okay? That's all it takes. It's 95% of the battle. Of course, are there techniques involved? Are there certain things you got to do? Absolutely. But it's psychological. It's all in your head. And that is also the same way that you want to see with your, you want to be with your dog. With your dog, it's not about fixing the problem. 
You know, people will, will, will complain about a dog that, you know, is afraid and, you know, they're, they want to be, they're afraid because of, you know, and they fall in love with this, this story about abuse and about genetics and all this happy horse shit. And then, you know, the dog is afraid he just bit somebody. Well, it's, it's fear regression. We label all this bullshit and we label these poor dogs when the fact of the matter is that, you know, and, and this is, this is actually another thing that happened today, which is, you know, why sometimes I just wing these podcasts. I just, you know, a, a lot of times I have like an agenda of what I want to talk about today. No agenda. This is just what I felt, what God, um, what I felt God wanted me to talk about, what I felt inspired about. And that's why this is the topics. Two weeks later, we're going to talk about some interesting topics and I may be all over the place, but you know what? It is what it is. This is barking for balance, guys. That's what we do. It's all about balance. So Talking to a person, uh, and I, you know, I, I think she's going to actually uh, utilize me. She worked with a couple of trainers. I'm not going to get into this uh, too in depth because of the fact that it's just going to piss me off. She worked with two dog trainers. One is a police police dog trainer, and the other one is a known dog trainer in the area who I have a fucking problem with. She's a my just just but us and dot 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 cool. Anyway, so whatever she they, you know work with some trainers. A puppy who's aggressive, a fearful puppy. You know, five months old at this point. This puppy was uh, purchased from a breeder. I don't know if this was a reputable breed. When I get mad, this is what happens. I start to stutter. But here's the thing. They purchased this dog from, from a pup, from a breeder. Don't know if this was a reputable breeder or not, regardless of the fact this dog was afraid. Does that mean the breeder was bad? Does that mean there's the genetics? It's possible. But here's the thing, you know, if, if, if they, they said that the breed, the, the breed, the, they found out that the mother was actually, you know, timid and afraid. Okay, fine. So there may be some, some, some genetic things, but in my personal opinion, you know, we have parents, right? Mother and father. And do we, we have, you know, our parents have negative, have bad qualities, right? Negative qualities. Do we automatically inherit every single one of those qualities? Of course not. This is the fortness of the, if you think that it's automatically inherited, come on, give me a break. You know, just because that dog was exposed to the mom who was in that state, that's how that puppy learned to be in that state. But now we take that puppy out and we put him on a different path, just like with us. If we, like, I'll use myself as an example, you know, be, me being afraid of dogs till I was 28 years old. I never was bitten. I was never attacked. I just basically believe that the reason why I was afraid of dogs was because of the fact that my mom, who till this day, is afraid of dogs till this day, is the reason why I was afraid of dogs. Because basically I was imitating what my, what my, my mom was doing. You know, and that's really what we do is we kind of copycat as kids, we absorb what we're what we're around. So when we bring a puppy into our new into our home, our job is to make them copycat what it is that we want. So being calm and firm when it's appropriate allows them to become calm and submissive as well, which makes them happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. It's very simple. But the key word here is calmness, calm mind, relaxed body. So they'll mirror that. You know what I mean? They'll mirror that. Not about training and teach them sit, stay, lay down, all that shit, and all the commands and the words and all that. Blah, blah, fun, cool. No, it's about giving them this mental state that allows them to do or not do the behaviors that we want and or don't want. So for example, when we talk about this puppy who they noticed from a puppy was, I think it was, it was like nine weeks or whatever, would pee as soon as somebody would, 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 would come near him. And then eventually he started to become quote unquote, quote unquote, aggressive. That's what these stupid ass dog trainers told them, this, this poor couple. 
these people were on the verge of, of, of putting, of bringing this dog to back to the breeder. You know, this is what the trainers told them. Multiple trainers, by the way, not just one or two, a couple of them, some, some even on the phone. Yeah. This dog, you know, can't be helped. It's done. Some even give them the bullshit. Yeah. This dog is antisocial and mama fun. Cool. We'll get into the whole dog trainers and dog training thing another day. But the basic point of it here is that the bottom line is they were consistently getting misinformation. They were consistently getting fed that this dog is bad. This dog has problems. This dog is this, this dog is that. So how do you think it impacted their emotions in a negative way? Now that negative emotion, how do you think it was impacting their dog in a negative way? So the more they were becoming fearful, insecure, nervous, tense, or whatever, the more this poor dog was becoming nervous, fearful, tense, and whatever else. So he was responding to that. So does that make sense? You know, and I know some people are not going to agree with that. No, well, that's not possible because the genetic, you know what? The bottom line is that if you believe that, then you need to get into another field because your job is to make sure that these dogs have a good life mentally too. That's where the problem stem from. Okay. Because when I was explaining this to them, they were saying to me, well, what we want to fix is the biting. And I said, no, you don't want to fix the biting. You want to fix the reason for the biting. And what was the reason for the biting? Well, the reason we have to think about, of course, is back and forth. The reason for the biting is what? Fear. So this dog is afraid. Oh, so this, this is the response that I was getting. Oh, so we have to fix the fear. Eh, no, we're not here to fix the fear. Well, what do you mean? We have to fix the fear. No, we have to fix the reason why this dog is afraid. All your hot dog bullshit and all your sit, stay, lay down crap, it's not gonna work. If you think that, you are dumb, okay? Dumb, right? Bottom line, what it takes, and, and, and I'm gonna get a little passionate about this to say the least because of the fact that this just happened just like a little while ago. Like I was on that phone and these people were crying, you know, spent thousands upon thousands of dollars, you know, getting misinformation. They were just, you know, ready. they were crying because they did not think that there was any hope. People, you know, family, friends, you know, they're just, you know, just, just, you, know, you waste enough time, you waste enough money, enough is enough. That pisses me off because that's the professional's fault. Okay. These people want to learn. These people want to make it work and you're giving them bullshit that pisses me off. Anyway, just say, you don't know what the hell this is about. Just to be honest, say, you don't know what this is about. Anyway, this happens multiple times. Has happened multiple times. It's unfortunately put your fucking ego aside. Put your fucking egos aside. You hear what I'm saying? That dog is gonna suffer because of your dumb fucking ass. You don't know jack shit. Okay. I'm talking to the dog trainers, by the way. Anyway, stick to your stuff. Stick to what you know. Leave this other stuff to us. We know about these things. Okay. Anyway, so again, going back to what I was saying before. That's what we're trying to fix. We're trying to fix the reason why this dog is afraid. And what's the reason why? Sure, maybe there was some direction being given by his mom. Do you think that has to do with genetics? So we, we what, what do you mean genetics? You're telling me that a habit can't be broken? Listen, I know about fear, okay? I was terrified of dogs till I was 28 years old, 28 years of terror. And look at it now, okay? You can't force fear. This was another thing. One of the dog trainers was forcing this dog to face his fears. Ah, oh, you can't do that because the dog never goes into a state of relaxation and calmness that associates with whatever it was that was making him afraid in the first place. You know what I'm saying? 
So remember, we're talking about faith and we're talking about fear. So I'm going to be flip-flopping from this one back and forth, okay? And right now I'm into it, so we're going to get into it, all right? That's how it works. Now, this dog trainer was forcing, this was a, a police dog trainer who was forcing this dog into the situation. I'm not exactly sure what the situation was. So this dog was becoming more and more fearful because the mindset wasn't transitioning into it. It wasn't a gradual evolution overcoming that hump. It was pushing. It was like, it was like, if you're afraid of snakes and I throw you into a pit of snakes, you're not going to come out and be like, Oh, you know, I'm a good man. I'm not afraid of snakes no more. You're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have an opportunity to overcome that hurdle, to, to overcome that speed bump. Okay. So dogs, be, dogs, dogs associate behaviors and or activities with the state of mind that they're in at that moment. So if you're associating fear with whatever it is, let's say a person, then that's what the anchor becomes. You know what I'm saying? Pavlov's dog theory. It's common sense. Again, how do you not understand that the side, the, 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 the mindset, the state of mind of a dog is really what you have to focus, not the training crap. It's about the state of mind. You need to address the state of mind. You know what I mean? Pavlov's dog theory. You guys not familiar? You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. If you don't know Pavlov's dogs theory, he would give these dogs food and ring a bell at the same time. Okay. And he did this consistently. Then after a while, he would give, I'm sorry. Then after a while, he would ring the bell, but no food. And you know what the dogs would do? They would salivate. Why would they salivate? Because it was genetics. They're just, no, you know, see, they were salivating because they associated the sound of the bell with food. That's the, that's how it works. So it's an association state of mind with something else. So when it comes to like a dog that's excited or fearful or, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, it's all about associating with the state of mind, period. Not the commands, not the word. The words don't mean jack shit. Okay. It's about the state of mind because you can use a specific word like sit and that specific word will become anchored to a specific emotion, which most of the time people anchor that to excitement. A dog is jumping, a dog is barking, a dog is chasing, a dog is whatever. And they're using either the name of the dog or the word sit. Baffles my mind. It's wrong. Okay. Because now that word is anchored to that mindset. So the more you say that word, the more they become excited. Duh. Okay. Oh, bed Okay. So here's the thing. So fear is something that's real, but the reason why we are afraid is fictional. You know what I'm saying? Because in, and again, in this particular case, this was a puppy. Again, maybe this, this dog had some habits from, from the mom. But I, we do know for a fact because of the fact that the owners of this puppy don't, didn't know what to do. So they were looking for help. So they were applying those systems of common sense from a human perspective to their dog, right? They were applying the, it's okay, petting them. The dog would bark or the jump or, or bite or whatever. And it would pick them up. It's okay. Not going to hurt you. You know, these people would stick their hand in their face. It's okay. I'm not going to bite you. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to bite you. All this crap. Oh, again, that just nurtures the state of mind. You're telling your dog by giving that dog affection that the state of mind that they're in at that moment is what you want them to be. Also, you're, by you being in that state of weakness, 
you're nurturing and telling them that that situation is exactly the way they, it, it, the way they're feeling in that situation is that exact way that you want them to feel and how they should feel. So they're going to do more of that. You know what I mean? Inadvertently, again, you're applying that psychology. So then these people look for help. And now these people are adding more negative energy to the fire. You know what I mean? When I explained this to them, they were like enlightened because they recognize how that was the case. Think about it logically. The problem is getting worse, right? Well, it's getting worse, not because of the genetics or the lack of obedience commands or the lack of treats. It's getting worse because you're doing more of the stuff that started this fire, meaning you're fearful, tense, frustrated, whatever, and you're becoming more of it. Now, you know, you get all this misinformation. Now this poor dog is kind of like absorbing all this energy because that's what they do. That's what dogs do. They absorb energy. You know what I mean? You want them to absorb good energy. You want them to absorb bad energy. That's up to you. You know what I'm saying? And in this particular case, that's what ends up happening. So knowledge is power, which is the reason what, let me rephrase that. Proper knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. Proper knowledge is power. You know what I'm saying? And in this day and age where Google and YouTube and all this bullshit, you know, you find all these situations, all these, you know, these accusations and all these facts and all, who knows what the truth is. But let me tell you something. You, when you apply that false or fiction, you'll know what works and what doesn't. You know what I mean? You'll know what works and what doesn't. That's why the whole dog training crap doesn't really address behavioral issues. Treats and tricks don't do jack shit. Oh, that's how this, that's how this stuff works. And it, it pisses me off because this poor dog's life was on the line. Had these people been one of those people that was ready to just throw in the towel, which she had told me she was about to, you know, she's worked with a couple, spent thousands of dollars, spoke with a few others, was ready to throw in the towel. And now hopefully, which I 99% sure that we will, we got this covered and I will keep you updated on that. If you want, I will keep you updated on what, in fact, if she does sign up, she's going to be a guest on this podcast. She will be a guest on barking for balance guys. You understand me? She will be our guest and she's going to tell you her side. So you know that I'm not making this shit up. Okay. That's how you'll know. Anyway, get emotional, man. Me, Listen, this stuff is, this stuff is just very, very upsetting to me because you know, fear, again, fear is a real thing, whether it's human or dogs, right? So what we, what we think is going to happen is really what makes us afraid. So like when it comes to, when it comes to a dog, and that's why faith is so important too, this kind of just ties in because when you have, here's the thing, okay? When I left this conversation with her, the last thing she said to me, again, she was very, very hopeful. But again, because of all the crap that she had mounted on top of her, this was more like the girlfriend was, was more, the boyfriend was there too. I was talking to him also, but he was a little bit more convinced than she was. All the mountain of shit that, that was on top of her by these assholes. Um, she said to me, so you think, these are her words. So do you, you think that this dog will be able to be around children, around other dogs, around people, blah, 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 blah. And I said, what do you think? Actually, let me rephrase that. How do you feel? She goes, I feel like it's possible. I said, you're damn right. You feel like it's possible. And you know why it's possible? Because that's what I need you to feel going forward. All this shit that's happened that, well, you know, a month ago, this is what I was told. This is what I said. That was a month ago, right this second. How do you feel? And her answer was the same. 
I feel, I feel positive. I feel, I feel it's possible. I said, that's how I want you to play this out. I want you to see in your mind. I want you to see exactly what it is that you want to have happen. I want to see, I want you to see in your head, play that movie in your head about what you want to see happening. Envision it, the reality of it. Don't hope for it because hope for hoping is pretending. You know what I'm saying? You got to have faith that it's going to happen, period. You got to see it before it even happens. You got to be living it before it even happens. That's how it works. That's what faith is about. You know what I'm saying? So that's how precious this situation is because I need this lady to understand that if she starts seeing the shit that these asshole jerk offs, morons put in her head, that's the result she's going to get because what's going to change in her is her emotions, her energy. She's not going to feel the same way if she starts to envision this other crap. You know what I'm saying? So if we don't change that mentality, if we don't change that vision, that, 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 that movie playing in our minds, that's what we're going to feel. We're going to feel fear, tension, insecurity, nervousness, whatever. And then the dog is feeding off of that. You know what I mean? It's a very simple tactic, but it's effective. And that's how it works is when we are afraid of some, listen, again, I was afraid of, of dogs till I was 28 years old, right? Nothing ever happened. So why was I afraid? Again, I believe that it's because of, what well, you know, my mom felt afraid till this day. She's afraid. Even small little dogs. But that's how I was. I was afraid of little dogs too. You know? So here's the thing. When it comes to understanding that fear is fear, and you can't you can't tell somebody not to be afraid. You can't force somebody not to be afraid. You have to help them overcome. You have to help them realize that what this they were afraid of, nothing's happening right? They have to recognize in their mind that they're afraid of the situation. So I have to let you know that I'm not going to let the fear beat you because the dog, a dog could have an option of running away or attacking. Most of the time when a dog is that fearful, they're going to run away. So we have to block that ability to, to, to not, not, not confront the fear, meaning like not put him in the middle. Like we were talking about, like these, this, this idiot was doing when he just put the dog in the middle of whatever it was a fear was afraid of. No, we have to take it step by step because Remember, dogs associate behaviors or activities with the state of mind that they're in at that moment. So we can't just thrust them into a situation. We got to do it one step at a time. Let's take that fear that's at a level 10, drop it down to a nine. Then we could take another step forward, you know, drop it down to an eight. Then we could take another step forward. It's baby steps. Like I always say, guys, focus on progress, not perfection. Most people try to rush everything, try to rush the process, right? Try to rush everything. We got to get, go, we got to go, we got to get this, get this done, you know? And you screw it up because you're trying to rush it. Focus on progress, not perfection. That's really what will get you the long-term results. That's what will get you the results, period, when you focus on progress, not perfection. It's really that simple. So, you know, at the end of the day, that fear that I was feeling about dogs was not real, you know, because nothing was happening. I was around, you know, when I was confronted with a dog, nothing would happen, but I would imagine, oh my God. The imagination that I had, oh my Lord, I would envision so much shit. I would imagine this dog jumping on me and biting me in the neck and ripping my throat out. And all of a sudden I'd be bleeding on the ground. I would imagine this other dog coming up to me and biting me in the leg, you know, and, and it wasn't true. It, but again, if you start imagining, if you start envisioning that kind of stuff, how are you going to feel? You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, that became reality. 
So I was associating that with a dog. So as soon as I would see a dog, I would feel that way because that's what was reality. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunately the situation when it comes to a lot of people, whether it's with, with dogs or with, 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 with jobs or with, with anything that's fear related is we imagine the worst. You know what I'm saying? We imagine something bad taking place and that what, that's what creates fear. And unfortunately, like we talked about, that fear trickles into our dog. So a good example of that I use is if you have, if you're walking your dog down the street, okay? You're walking your dog down the street and all of a sudden another dog's coming towards you. And as soon as you see that dog, you tense up on that leash, you get nervous and tense and fearful, okay? And you repeatedly do this all the time. Your dog's going to pick up on the pattern and say, hmm, every time walking past a dog, my mom, you're my daddy over here. They get really fearful and nervous. You know, I'm not sure about the situation now. I'm a little fearful, nervous, and tense myself you know, because they're feeding off of you that you're communicating to them. Now, if they were nervous, fearful, intense to begin with, and you become the same way, you're the same. So they're like, okay, I guess, well, if my mommy or my daddy over here, they feel the same way. So I guess I'm right to feel that way. So dogs being dogs, they're going to give us more of what it is that we ask for that from them. So they're going to give us more of that. If I'm saying, so does this make sense, guys? Come on. Does this make sense? That's how simple it is. So fear and faith, F and F, they go together, right? They work together because we have to have faith in the fact of overcoming these obstacles because the fear of not doing it is going to paralyze us and not make us take actions, the actions necessary to fix the problem. They just shut us down. You know what I mean? So again, with, with my particular situation of being, of having faith, I always believe, again, because I put all my faith in God, no matter what it is that I'm doing. And I know, and listen, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to lie. I do stumble on occasion where I screw up and I'm like, I don't know. Why was I thinking? I talked to God. I'm like, well, what was I thinking? I don't know what I'm Sorry. You know, it's just whatever. I have those moments where I forget, you know, what I'm supposed to do. And like, I'll give you a great example of, of what I'm talking about. It just happened today. So um, for those of you guys that don't know, I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan, football fanatic, huge Carolina Panthers fan. Want to know how that happened? Message me and I'll let you know how I became a Carolina Panther fan. Anyway, so I'm a huge Carolina Panther fanatic. So um, every year, my tradition is I buy a, a hat, a baseball hat, and I buy a jersey of, a, of one of my favorite players. And every single Sunday, yes, I'm a little corny that way. Um, every single Sunday when I'm watching the games, I will wear one of my hats. And one of my jerseys. And I also have, man, this is funny. I also wear a pendant. I have a pen. I have two actually, two different pendants that I alternate with the big Carolina Panther logo. And, uh, and I have a football that's a Carolina Panther football. And that's my traditional um, Sunday football gear stuff. I've always watched the Panthers, no matter what, except for preseason. I don't watch them in preseason. Um, that's what I wear during my, my uh, the Sunday, uh, Sunday's games. So this year, because of the fact that I have lost so many jerseys, be players that, you know, leave the team, you know, sign elsewhere, whatever, get cut. I was getting pissed off one year alone. I lost three jerseys, you know, last year I lost two more. So I'm like, you know what? I'm spending all this money on this shit. What the hell? So finally I decided that I will buy one Jersey and one Jersey only. And that will be the one in addition to, I have a Steve Smith uh, Jersey and a Julius Peppers Jersey and a, a Christian McCaffrey Jersey. 
Uh, those are the ones that are remaining. I think that was the only ones that I have left. Yeah, because the other ones, you know, the guys are gone. But uh, Steve Smith, my favorite, you know, player of all time. So is Julius Peppers. And obviously Christian McCaffrey is the bomb. Yeah, go Panthers. Whoop, um, So hopefully this will be a good year for that. But anyway, so, you know, I, I, I alternate, right? And so I wanted to get one jersey. I mean, the two, the, the C Smith and, 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 and Julius Peppers, those are classics. Those are like, you know, Hall of Fame guys. Those I'm going to be wearing forever. You know what I mean? But I wanted one that was just the, the, the last one, basically. I don't want to continue to buy unless it's like, again, another Hall of Fame type player. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure that I bought one that was the end. Of the end. This one I have to continuously spend money on, on the jersey. And I, yeah, I'll get to the point in a second. Relax. Stop the guy. There's a point to this. It's a good point, by the way. So I decided to go on this web, on the website to buy the jersey. And by the way, if you're wondering what that is, you're going to have to subscribe to uh, our YouTube channel. I'm sorry, you have to subscribe to our, our social media channels on Facebook at Pac-Man to the Rescue and also on Instagram at Pac-Man to the Rescue and also on YouTube at Pac-Man to the Rescue. And you subscribe to this podcast. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube so you don't miss a podcast episode of Barking for Balance. In addition, on the social media Pac-Man to the Rescue, Facebook and Instagram. And this way you'll get, you'll see exactly what this new jersey is all about on uh, on game day. So you won't miss out and you'll know exactly why it's so special. But regardless of that, um, as far as far as like, you know, when I was I decided I was going to do this a couple of weeks ago. And I went on the website and um I noticed that that there was a um there was a special on this jersey along with free shipping. So I was gonna buy it, and then all of a sudden it slipped my mind and the special was done. So I've been waiting, 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 did it again. Special was gone. And basically the special was, it was free shipping, just free shipping, which I think the shipping wasn't that much. Everything was like eight bucks or something. So free shipping, missed it, missed it again. And I'm a believer. This is what I do. I don't buy anything at full price. I buy the best of the best, but I believe that you could buy the best of the best without paying full price. You could always get discounts, still buying the best of the best. So that's why I was upset. I was annoyed. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this yet. I'm going to find, I'm going to get it. Right. So finally today, I finally saw it after a a long wait. It was like a couple of weeks, maybe like a month that I've been waiting for this special to come out, this free shipping thing to come back finally. Oh, and then there was another time when the special was there, the free shipping was there, but the size wasn't there. Right. So finally the size was there, but the free shipping wasn't there. And I'm like, do I just bite the bullet and spend, I think it was like actually more, I think it was like 12 bucks, whatever it was. I think it was like 10 or $15 for the shipping, whatever it was. Um, I don't want to pay for sh- I want free shipping. God damn it. No, free, free shipping. I want free shipping. Anyway. So finally today I was out. I just happened to check. It was free shipping, but I was on the road. So I didn't want to buy it then. I was like, God damn it. All right. So as soon as I get home, I'm going to get it done. It said on the thing, limited time offer. Fine. I'm thinking probably for the whole day. I get home. Pff, Jesus Christ. Free shipping is gone. And I'm like, God damn it, mother. And I was pissed. I was, I was God damn it, mother. Oh, I know. How could I, how could I get peace? I'm so calm and relaxed. What the hell? Yeah. Hey, guess so, guess so. so yes, I, would get, I, would, I got pissed, man. So then all of a sudden, like the dust settled and like after a few seconds and I looked at it, I was like, what the hell is that? It was actually a different special. I also received an offer of $10 off by paying with the little, you know, special, that's a, 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 a specific uh, payment method, $10 off, but also the Jersey itself are ready for this was like a percentage off. So I ended up saving about $38 
off the jersey and $10 in addition to that. But I spent, you know, the, you know, 10 or $15 worth of shipping. I had to pay for that, but I still got $10 off plus about $38 on top of it, all because I missed quote unquote, missed the opportunity. And as soon as I saw that, of course, I jumped on and I bought it right then and there. And as soon as I was done, I was laughing. I was typing all the stuff. I was getting all everything done. And I started cracking up and I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was like, you know, basically God was like looking at me like, seriously, what the hell's wrong with you, man? Well, you know, let me handle it. What is wrong with you? I got you covered. You know, I keep testing you and you fail. My God, my father will you. you know, because that's really uh, what I feel is really oftentimes what takes place is God will test us to see how we deal with certain situations. And, you know, if we pass the test, that's great. But if we don't, then that's bad. You know, so we can't, we can't, you know, we can't go to the next level, go to the next grade until we pass those final exams. You know what I'm saying? And this was just was so pissed me off because I'm like, I should know better. And I'm like, I know, damn it. Because I, you know, because I, I, I could envision it. Like God looking at me like, seriously, what's the matter with you? Get fucked. Get mean. You know, I could, I could just see it. But anyway, so that's the full story. So again, faith. So had I been in my right mindset of just having faith and saying, all right, well, something's going to happen from this. God's got this. I'm not worried about it. Everything would have been cool. I, would, I wouldn't have gotten pissed off that, that time. We got all worried and all worked up. You know what I mean? And I, I'm talking to one of my, one of the, one of the situations, one of the things that, uh, that I'm, uh, we're planning for business purposes. And I kind of, I kind of pointed that out because it was fresh in my mind. I was like, you know what? Listen, if things don't work out, then that means it wasn't the right thing. And God always protects me. And if it's something that it's bad, he's not going to let it happen. So it's all good. You know what I mean? And that's basically, there's always something better there, something better available. So again, that roadblock that's in front of you, if you have roadblocks, guys, if you have something that blocks you, don't look at it as a roadblock. Look at it as a, as a detour. Look at it as something that maybe is there because it's going to guide you, redirect you to the right thing, to something better. You know what I mean? So, so just because it's something bad that's hitting you in the face, listen, I got divorced, depressed, 27 years old. I'm a failure, blah, blah, blah. There was a reason. Got to move into that apartment in Totowa. Got to get over your fear of dogs because here we're coming, you know? So something like this, you missed that opportunity. My God, I missed that opportunity. And look what happened. I got a better, bigger opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So it all works out, but you have to have faith. And you know, again, going back to like the whole fear situation, like we were talking about before with the fear, that's also part of it is our, we're afraid, at least I was afraid of missing out. I was afraid of making a mistake. Who cares? You make a mistake, whatever, you know, you miss out, whatever. That means something's better along the way. So you wait a little bit longer. Oh, well, you know what I mean? That's kind of like why you know, when it comes to like the vision of your mind, it keeps you nice and calm, nice and relaxed. And that's really what your dogs are looking for. You know what I mean? They'll copycat that your dogs will be nice and calm and relaxed. They can trust you because you're in control of yourself. Listen, as you could tell, I get emotional too. When I was talking to this couple earlier, you should have heard me, you know, the, you know, it was rated R and a half, you know what I'm saying? The words and I, you know, and I just met these people. I didn't even know that I was talking to them a few minutes. I was just getting pissed off with the stuff that they were telling me, you know, it's very upsetting because again, this dog's life was on the line. It was, it was, his life was on the line, you know? And that's why it's very upsetting when, 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 you know, people that are supposed to be saving these dogs lives are actually the ones that are destroying these dogs lives. That just pisses me off. 
you know, let's educate people. Listen, you, if you guys are not joining us for the first time, the mantra here at Pac-Man to the rescue, very simple. It's about training people, not training dogs. That's how it works. We don't train dogs. We train people. That's the driving force. People, not dogs. You know what I'm saying? So the more we train people, the more we educate people with the right knowledge, with the right information. Now all of a sudden we're saving dogs. It's that, it's that, that's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my, that's my, that's my mission in this life is to accomplish that. And God damn it. We're going to get that done a little bit of time, but we're going to get that done because we have what we got faith. That's right. That's right. I have faith in God. He knows what he's doing. I just got to just follow along and just keep doing my thing and just stay calm. Especially when there's roadblocks. Look with my Jersey. Stupid. I told you it was something simple, but even with something bigger, it's the same thing. Sometimes something bad happens and you're like, oh man, come on. How could this happen? And then all of a sudden you look back. I mean, come on. I'm sure you could relate to that where you see this wall and you're banging into this wall and you're like, oh man, come on, seriously. And then you, you know, months later you look back and you're like, holy shit. You know what? That wall actually was beneficial. That's how life works. That's how, that's the whole point of faith. You have to see the outcome you want to get it. If you see something bad, you're going to get something bad. And in the process, you're going to feel like shit and you're going to blame the world. It's this one's fault. It's that one's fault. It's genetics. It's the dog breeder. It's the dog must've been abused. Sometimes it's, you know, you, no, that's not nothing to do with it. The dog lives in the present. Even if they came with you with, came to you with problems, they are in the present. You work on your stuff now. It's going to take some time. Sure. Especially if that dog is older, has some, you know, habits. Sure. They could be fixed, but you got to do the right stuff. If you automatically label them and if you automatically throw in the towel and if you automatically, you know, look at it as the dog's fault or somebody else's fault, then you're just not, you know, willing to put in the responsibility or to, 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 as a, as a professional to provide the right information, the right knowledge. Well, then you shouldn't be doing this. You should not be doing this. If you're, if you're, if you want to be a dog trainer and you just want to do tricks and treats and just teach obedience commands, stick to that. Okay. Be honest about it. Don't take on behavior rehabilitation bullshit. Don't take that on. You teach tricks and you teach treats. That's it. Okay. And be honest about it. It's okay. Why is it that, that, that a doctor can't say that they're a freaking, you know, a brain surgeon, even though they're a foot doctor, because that's not what they do. They're a foot doctor and there's nothing wrong with that. People need foot doctors. But if they, if the person that goes to the foot doctor to say, I got something wrong with my brain, which these dog trainers, most of these dog trainers do have something. Then that's what's the problem. It's not just, uh, this is not my field. You know, you need to go to so-and-so and okay, I'll go to so-and-so. You know what I mean? Put your egos in checks, guys. Come on. This is about a dog. This is not about your, yourself. You know, everybody complains about, you know, the way and this and that. And you got, look, everybody thinks that they're an expert. Everybody has experience with dogs. Everybody thinks that they know dogs. Listen, I've had a dog. I've had a heart my whole life. It don't make me a cardiologist. You don't believe me? I'll fucking perform heart surgery on you right now to prove it. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm gonna I gotta slow down. Let me let me end with the listen again. I get emotional about it because this is a calling. Okay, this is why God made me. He got me out of financial services for a reason, and this is it. And so I, it's about training people, not training dogs. Okay, so guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am very happy to be back after two weeks of being absent, and I hope you guys uh, miss me as much as I missed you. Again, subscribe on, on uh, social media, Instagram and, and Facebook at Pac-Man to the Rescue, P-A-C-K-M-A-N to the Rescue. Subscribe to this podcast, Barking for Balance. 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, and on YouTube. And make sure that you train people, not dogs. Focus on calmness on yourself. It's about training people, not training dogs. Peace out, guys. Catch you next time. 